patiently waiting down the line this afternoon is race caller Darren McCauley. Darren, welcome back to the program. Good on you, Matty. Thank you. Nice to join you too on this Friday eve of the Winterbottom Stakes. It should be a fabulous day as you've already preempted tomorrow. Not only the Winterbottom, but of course a fabulous support card once again, the mm. running of the AJ Scale Cup, which is the old Tats Cup. And the three-year-olds are going to do battle coming out of the Guineas when they light up in the Serenus Lestia Classic as well. So a good support card. This fabulous carnival continues on. Are you going to be wearing uh, some 1950s-inspired outfits? <laughs> I've still kept it from back then, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just rummaging through the old wardrobe. They say that everything old is new again eventually. <laughs> but, um, no, it's a great concept, actually. I like it. And I think that Perth Racing in what they're trying to do is make this a fabulous entertainment precinct, along with the racing, of course. But uh, they're coming up with some fresh, new ideas, uh, maybe a little retro, but there's nothing wrong with that, certainly from the perspective of people of my age. Matty? I'm sure it's going to be a great day out, plenty of uh, fun to be had uh, tomorrow at Ascot. Uh, what do you make of the field, Darren? Uh, tomorrow there's a fair bit of quality involved. Oh, there is. And, of course, Godolphin are here with James Cummings and, and Robert Heathcote is back to have another crack at the winter bottom. He's won a couple and he's been placed in another of those. And Elite Street won the race two years ago. Then you've got this Mayor's Contingent. What a lineup that is, too. Miss Kentucky. This will test you. Kiss on all four cheeks back home in WA and in a market that reflects equal favouritism between Rothfire and also Valana. So Heathcote and Godolphin, they hit the betting just ahead of Elite Street from the Morton Stable. But the late news today is that Valana will have to undergo a vet's examination. Mm. It did sustain some abrasions, apparently, in an incident there, and they're going to make sure the horse is OK overnight there and present before the vet tomorrow morning. And uh, that'll be, I think, around about 8 o'clock too, that vet's check. So it's a very important one all the same, and let's hope that... Uh, Everything is okay with Valana because he is the best credentialed horse, I think, at least going into the race. Um, with Rothfire, they've also got Pulele, the Godolphin team there, and uh, that market. Have a look at that. Hey, eh? six dollars about Rothfire, Valana, six fifty about Elite Street. As we look at the top three runners in the betting market, this will test you at ten dollars. Um, this Kentucky twelve and fourteen. My Bella May, she's an interesting one. They paid the late entry fee for the filly who won the Placid Arc at her most recent run. She's won three of three. And, you know, Matt, I can't remember. I simply can't recall a three-year-old filly running in the Winterbottom Stakes for as long as I've been calling. Maybe there has mm -hmm. been one. I've dug down through the records. and just can't seem to find one through the history books. You may have to go right back into the 70s. Maybe it was a Jungle Dawn from all those years ago or, or even a Mill Fleurs for those that can remember. But certainly you've got to go back some time. Which way will you be leaning? Uh, towards the Eastern States horses or a local? No, I'm, uh, I'm going to stick with the locals this year and I'm, I'm going to continue to follow Miss Kentucky because she has just been extraordinary. Now, she will need some luck, of course, after the scratching of Titan Blinders if it does come out in actual fact. It'll start from barrier 12 and that won't hurt her because she's a back marker, effectively. That's her pattern. She likes to just cruise out the back and then and come home with that blistering turn of acceleration that she possesses, which have seen some extraordinary numbers. I can't remember a horse who collectively puts together a body of work like her when she's cracking 33 and change every time in the Crawford, where she won um, after getting that freaky little run late 
she was home in 32 and 9. In the Prince of Wales, of course, where she beat Bissell Testia, home in 32 and a half seconds from back conceding them a head start. And then from 14th in the Colonel Reeves against the pattern of the day, which was just leader dominated. She was home in 32 8 again, making ground. I mean, you can't run much faster than that. And if she can find the three deep line and get a nice little trail into the home corner, I think that Miss Kentucky's got an undeniable chance. And at $12, I'd be happy to take a bit of the each way all day as far as she is concerned. So I think that whilst I've got enormous respect for Valana and also uh, a great uh, feeling for Rothfire to continue its fabulous form there, the McEwen Stakes winner, of course, we saw him run second to Bella Nipotina in the Manicato on that heavy eight track at Mooney Valley back there in, in October before running in uh, the VRC Classic at its most recent run behind the... Uh, the sublimely talented rockin' horse, um, you know, Barrier 3, D. Oliver aboard. That's the other great feature, isn't it? Mm. D. Oliver back home in WA. He's won this race a couple of times, once as a Group 2, once as a Group 1. Uh, Jamie Carr riding here uh, for the first time. Uh, ben Mellenbach, he's a derby-winning jockey in WA. Uh, and, you know, W. Pike and the list of the form riders from WA at the moment, and aren't there some? Chris Parnham, Brad Parnham, Pat Carberry, all having a terrific run, and the Potter even showing glimpses of his old magic as well. So I think the punters have got everything there in store for them for the Winterbottom Stakes tomorrow. But look, I'll go each way and stay local. I'll be a little parochial here. Uh, over two, one, and look, I've got to include this. Will test you. This will be the fairy tale. This will be the emotion charged win. If Mitch Pateman can win this race, with this will test you. And if you've been following the social media and the story there, and certainly in regards to his late father, Michael. Uh, this will be a fairy tale result. Equally so, it will be for Peter Walsh, who's one of the part owners of Miss Kentucky. He's won countless feature races, but never cracked it in a Group 1. Yet, he's the owner of the exciting Amelia's Jewel, and everyone's suggesting that there are Group 1s and maybe more than one in store for this filly who is just setting... Tongues wagging right around the nation at the moment, too. She's so exciting. So, look, you know, there's storylines everywhere in this winter bottom stakes. Rockfire's another one in itself there because, mm. as Rob Heathcote said, the horse shouldn't even be racing coming back from the injury that he did and to be able to compete at the level that he is currently. So this horse was brave and talented and he offers so much. Uh, it's going to be a great one tomorrow. Race number eight for the Winterbottom Stakes. Uh, and there you go, one to, uh, to look out for. Uh, Miss Kentucky at about the 11 or $12 mark. Mm. That'll be uh, number 13. So uh, certainly one to watch. Uh, Darren, before I do let you go, what else catches your eye on the card tomorrow? Uh, looking through the program, um, let's let's have a little look uh, at, at what we might think. And there's so many good races to pick and choose from. Look, I love the way that Brooklyn Pier is going at the moment. It might have found itself in the right race for the Neville Parnham Stable. That's the fourth event, number four, the Drum and Golf Handicap. Uh, this was unlucky last start, and it's been attacking the line with gusto. And uh, there's form references galore there through the Group 1 Railway Stakes. I think that Brooklyn Pier in race four, um, around 4 or $5 in that price category will be something to bet on without any shadow of a doubt. Um, I think the clash in the Serenus Lestere Classics are beauty. Um, there are many in the corner of St. Oreo, equally so with all the King's men. I'm probably going to be the latter and go all the King's men, but I don't have a lot between that pair in that race. And I do think that the absolute 
premium bets of the day. Might be a little on the shortish side. It's around 220, and that's pure devotion from the Durant stable. Four Peters Investments, W Pike in the Cerise and White. This charge to the line in the Lucky Grey Stakes last start over 1,800. Goes to 2,100 metres tomorrow afternoon, and all things being equal, with an even sort of run throughout, I think, Pure Devotion, who is headed again towards the Perth Cup, where she ran fourth earlier this year. She'll be my best for the day in race seven. Darren, uh, a pleasure, as always. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, All the very best, and, and have a great call tomorrow. Good on you. Thanks indeed, Matt. Pleasure to join you.